One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Thursday, March 15th. I'm Chris Hurry. Today, we'll hear about the street artist known as Girl Mob, who started an all-girls graffiti camp in Oakland. But first, the headlines. Early Wednesday, the beloved and renowned British physicist Stephen Hawking died at his home in Cambridge at age 76. Several prominent scientists paid tribute, including internet pioneer Sir Tim Berners-Lee, who said, quote, We have lost a colossal mind and a wonderful spirit. Neil deGrasse Tyson wrote, his passing has left an intellectual vacuum in his wake. On Wednesday, thousands of students from schools across the country walked out of their classrooms to demand action on gun control. Symbolically, the protests each lasted 17 minutes, one minute to honor each of the lives lost at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida last month. And... Producers for the Netflix series The Crown came under fire after admitting that lead actress Claire Foy got paid less than her co-star Matt Smith during the show's first two seasons. After the controversy went public, the executive producer said, quote, going forward, no one gets paid more than the queen. And now here's the news you won't get anywhere else. Oakland-based street artist known as Girl Mob was sick and tired of graffiti being a boys' club. Everywhere she looked in the California city, she saw murals painted by men. So last year, she decided to do something about it. In April of 2017, she opened a graffiti camp for girls ages 12 to 17. The program teaches young women how to spray paint and make murals from start to finish, with the explicit goal of leveling the playing field in street art. In a scene that's still overwhelmingly male, Girl Mob wants to make sure that women are being seen and heard. Here's Vice's Sophie Kazes speaking with Broadly writer Sarah Burke on the story. Who is Girl Mob? Like, who's the woman behind the moniker, and what does her art look like? Well, Girl Mob is artist Nina Wright. She's a Bay Area-based street artist and graffiti artist. Her art is really noticeable and very memorable because it really stands out against all of the other graffiti. She paints these huge faces of women wearing pink ski masks, and they have these like bright pink pursed lips. It, it kind of looks like a Pussy Riot illusion or something like that. And she also has these bigger street art murals that she'll do that are basically kind of really gritty, urban female-looking figures, but they're, like, simultaneously really girly and kind of really grotesque. So there will be, like, a woman that kind of has her legs spread and they're super hairy, um, and she's kind of, like, hanging out by a trash can, but then she has long fingernails that she's painting bright pink. So Girl Mob's aesthetic is she uses a lot of hot pink in a lot of her work. And kind of tries to reclaim this idea of being girly as, you know, also a very kind of urban, gritty aesthetic, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. How did she get into graffiti and street art in the first place? 
So I don't know a ton about her, but as far as I know, she grew up in basically a rural town in Ohio. And she told me that she would kind of just be hanging out by herself a lot because she didn't necessarily fit in with others. And she would just be painting like aerosol graffiti, stuff like that on barns, like literally just hanging out by the railroad tracks. And it wasn't actually until she moved to the Bay Area as a young adult that she finally met other graffiti writers. But she didn't really, she was kind of just a loner and just and was just automatically drawn to the art form. So she moved to Oakland and she started meeting other street artists and graffiti writers, but most of them were men. Yeah, and I think today, you know, with street art, you have a lot of female muralists, a lot of female street artists, but it's still overwhelmingly male, especially in the graffiti scene. It's very male dominated. And, you know, you definitely get your pockets of like female graffiti writers and stuff like that. But I think it can be hard, you know, especially starting out to really find that niche for women a lot of the time. And that was definitely her experience. So she kind of started making graffiti writing friends, she told me. But, you know, her whole crew was was men besides her. What's the difference between street art and graffiti? That's kind of a contentious question, and, and different people would have different answers to that. But, you know, a really basic way of putting it is that, you know, street art would be something more like commissioned murals or at least sanctioned, like more legal stuff. <laughs> Whereas graffiti is, you know, technically illegal, more like vandalism. And there are definitely different cultures, but, you know, they're undeniably intersecting. So in order to address and kind of disrupt how male-dominated these scenes are, Girl Mob started a very cool camp. It's an all-girls graffiti and mural camp in Oakland. What do the campers do at this camp, and has it seen success? Nina told me, you know, she was pretty apprehensive at first, starting this off because the idea of teaching young girls graffiti might be controversial to some parents but she came up with the idea just because she she really felt like she wanted to be the mentor that she didn't really get to have you know and she really wanted to help young girls foster community through the art form and she had immediately just really positive feedback so the first camp took place in the summer of 2017 and you know it was immediately full and the way it works is that the girls sign up and the people who are able to pay full tuition do so and then others are paid for through scholarship through a grant and they basically get together and kind of first start off by first you know doodling and just trying out different kinds of lettering and things like that and then she teaches them how to use spray paint so they kind of just mess around on a wall and then together they come up with an idea for a mural and so before each camp she gets a business owner or a gallery owner or somebody to agree to let them paint a wall and they collaboratively come up with an idea so the ideas are really fun they range from you know like big mermaids and things like that to in in the bay area they have bart trains and so they did one at the camp that i witnessed they did this big bart train that was filled with zoo animals and it was just really fun and they did they also did another one that just said Oakland really big so they do like all kinds of things and you know the whoever owns the wall gets kind of a say into like what they put as well but basically she starts it off by doing an outline 
And then the girls get to go in and fill the whole thing out and add, you know, little details and whatever they want. And they spend about a week doing it. And they just have so much fun, it seems like. You know, when I was there, it was clear that they were just really, really enjoying themselves. And there was one young woman in particular who was really clearly very into it and very like much looked up to Nina she she like looked like a mini version of her like they both had this like bright pink dyed hair and the same kind of style of dressing and I think that since then since I I met them both I've seen through social media that she's continued as a volunteer and has actually become a mentor and teacher as part of the program herself and so I would say I think it's been really positive and, and at this point it's been going for I, I'd say like almost a year now consistently. At camp, do they ever get into the debate about the legality or illegality of street art and the history of graffiti? You know, I'm not sure. I didn't I didn't really witness that when I was there. It was interesting because, you know, It is this instance of someone who clearly has experience doing, you know, more illegal, like vandalism type stuff, who's really coming out and becoming a mentor. And yet, you know, Nina is she puts so much care into her teaching. You know, she really, really makes sure that everyone's always wearing gas masks when they're using spray paint. She's not trying to get them in trouble at all. And, you know, I'm I know that she, you know, tells them and involves them in the process of talking to a store owner and making sure that they have full permission to do the murals and all that stuff. And so I think that's part of the reason why parents are so willing to like trust her, which is that it's clearly not an instance of her kind of trying to recruit these young vandals. It really is just kind of another outdoor art class. This sounds really unique. Are there other camps like this that exist or is this the first one? Um, Nina and I are actually both not totally sure about that. She did tell me that she knew about one other camp that existed, a similar camp that has existed in the Bay Area before in the Mission District of San Francisco. But it was, you know, a camp that was not specifically for girls. So I think whereas there may have been, you know, graffiti camps or muraling camps, I'm sure, for kids in the past, what sets Nina's apart is really the focus on young women. Did you speak with any of the campers and what did they say about their experience at this camp? Yeah, there was one camper who I ended up speaking to mostly, whose name is Lucia Frisola, and she was one of the older campers. She was the girl who I mentioned before who has now kind of gone on to be a little bit more involved. And she was interesting because she had had some experience already with graffiti. And she basically, you know, told me that while she's really, really into the art form, the culture can be really toxic because there's a lot of older men and, you know, she's a young woman and and they prey on her and she's underage. You know what I mean? So she kind of told me some anecdotes about men, you know, older graffiti writers asking her to pose in front of their works or, you know, not believing that she had what it takes to actually be an artist and just assuming that she wanted to be kind of like a graffiti fangirl and just kind of pose and and model and things like that. And so she was really expressing that she was sick of that. And that's why she was really interested in joining the camp was because she said often when she goes out 
to, you know, spray paint, she doesn't necessarily feel safe knowing that there might be other graffiti writers out there who are older men who might not, you know, treat her kindly. And so she's really interested in forming a crew of women who she can kind of go out with and building community among young women in the graffiti scene so she can kind of build that safer space. It sounds like from your article, that's exactly what Girl Mob's goal was when she started in Oakland. She was in these all-male crews going out and since then has really carved a space for women and girls to not only make street art, but also to meet each other and form a community with each other around their shared interest. Absolutely. And one of the things that, you know, I took away from it, too, was in talking to Nina, she expressed how she was not only connecting with the younger artists in her community, that doing the project also brought her closer to the other female street artists in the Bay Area because they would volunteer. And so they're all connecting and doing that. And they're leaving these murals that are going to stay there for a long time. So there's all these murals now across the Bay Area that say, you know, graffiti camp for girls. And so they're really also leaving a mark for others to be inspired by. To read the full article on Girl Mob, go to broadly.vice.com. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to Right Now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.